0: This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Fowler, and today we're going to talk about why thousands of workers across the state have been hand counting nearly five million pieces of paper for several days and may have to do something similar again soon. In our last episode, we left off with the Republican Secretary of State under fire from members of his own party who claimed, without evidence, that Georgia's election system, picked by Republicans, was somehow responsible for Joe Biden narrowly defeating Donald Trump. That confrontation has only gotten worse. Both Republican U.S. Senators Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue called on Brad Raffensperger to resign from office Monday, November 9th. Then, the chair of the Georgia Republican Party and Representative Doug Collins, acting on behalf of the Trump campaign, sent a letter Tuesday the 10th demanding a hand recount and that officials review absentee ballot signatures that they believed would show improper votes. They claimed, without evidence, quote, millions of Georgians doubt the process for counting ballots in the state and argued that the most transparent election in Georgia's recent history was not, in fact, transparent. Through it all, the state's top election official declined to cave to the partisan pressure. That's why it was somewhat surprising to hear Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced on Wednesday, November 11th, that the risk-limiting audit required by law would look at the presidential race, and it would require hand-recounting nearly 5 million ballots in just six days.
1: This will help build confidence. It will be an audit, a recount, and a re all at once. It will be a heavy lift, but we will work with the counties to get this done in time for our state certification.
0: What has happened over the last several days across Georgia has not been an audit or a recount or a re-canvas per se, but a hybridization of several procedures meant to assure voters that the outcomes are correct and perhaps to assuage an unassuageable Republican base that is still being told that President Trump will have a second term.
1: We have all worked hard to bring fair and accurate counts to assure that the will of the voters is reflected in the final count and that every voter will have confidence in the outcome, wherever, whether their candidate won or lost.
0: Georgia has a new touchscreen voting system that uses ballot marking devices. The voting machines print out your selections on a piece of paper along with a QR code that is then scanned and stored. So state officials say Georgia can audit those votes to ensure things are as they should be.
1: Well, because we now have that verifiable paper ballot, for the first time in 18 years, we're going to have something to count. Instead of just pressing a button and getting the same answer. So we'll be counting every single piece of paper, every single ballot, every single lawfully cast legal ballot. That will be the names that are on the ballot, whoever they voted for president, the English written word.
0: A new Georgia law requires what's known as a risk limiting audit or RLA that uses some high level statistics to determine how many randomly selected ballots you need to check to hit a certain confidence level that everything was correct. Back in June, a small audience gathered in a nondescript warehouse just outside Midtown Atlanta to watch a pilot RLA and learn how they work.
2: It looks at the way the ballots were counted and it randomly samples a selection of ballots from the paper record. And then we manually look at those to make sure they match what we would expect if the result from the tabulator is correct. And so the audit is gonna give us a result that says, yes, the result that you got from the tabulator is right, or I don't know, I don't have enough information, please select some more ballots so I can get more data. And then I'll look again.
0: That's Monica Childers with the nonprofit Voting Works, a group hired by Georgia and other states to help design and develop a risk-limiting audit process.
2: Uh, the first step is you calculate how many ballots to audit. In a risk-limiting audit, that depends on the margin between the winner and the loser. Again, if it's a really tight contest, you may need to do a full-hand recount. We already know that. But if the margin is larger, the number of ballots you have to look at to get the same level of satisfaction that you are protected and that the outcome was correct is actually much smaller. So these are very efficient.
0: Back in the June primary, Joe Biden overwhelmingly won Fulton County with nearly 82% of the votes. So the software said it should only take 27 ballots to have 90% confidence in the election results being correct. Remember, not the precise margin, but simply who won. After you find out how many ballots you need, then comes another nerdy part, rolling 20 10-sided dice Dungeons & Dragons style to create a random number that seeds the auditing software's random number algorithm. From there, workers consult a manifest of every single ballot cast, sorted by absentee, early in-person, and election day methods, and identify which specific ballots to pull and manually examine the choices. It's a smooth, transparent process with a big paper trail that's meant to be much less time consuming than other methods to verify elections and especially trustworthy to boot. In that Fulton County warehouse, once those ballots were found, manually examined and tallied, the software said there was less than a 1% chance that Joe Biden did not win the Democratic primary. But here's the thing. Remember how Childers said that the tight margins could result in a hand recount? Let's jump back to present day, where Joe Biden leads Donald Trump by about 0.3%.
3: The press in many times has mischaracterized the rationale behind this as caving to Trump and their campaign. There's nothing to be further from the truth. Because even before the Trump campaign was talking about the possibility of a recount or do some recanvassing, we knew that there was a specific purpose for an audit in the law. And a specific purpose was to instill confidence in the outcome of that election.
0: Other statewide races were a little less close and could have fulfilled the mandate. But Gabriel Sterling, with the secretary of state's office, said it was super important that voters believe in the outcome of the presidential race that President Trump and other top Republicans refused to acknowledge.
3: And Let me be perfectly clear on this. If it was 14,000 votes the other way, we would be doing the exact same thing. This is very important to understand because right now there's a swath of voters in this state and around the country that will say, those machines cheated. Those machines miscounted. Somebody hacked them. Something happened because there's no way that that guy won. There's no way that guy lost.
0: So this time, because of the margins, the number of ballots needed to hit the target confidence level would be more than 1.5 million, so it was easier at that point to do a full hand recount, officials and experts then said. I sat in on the county supervisor training on Thursday, where 159 people got the lowdown on how they were supposed to count through 5 million ballots in less than a week.
4: The, uh, the eyes of the of the state and, and nation are on you guys, um, and on you performing this uh, this really important task. Um, we've put together a a relatively um, simple process to go through this. And, and keep in mind, through all this stuff, what we're doing is relatively simple. We're counting votes and counting pieces of paper. We're identifying votes, counting pieces of paper. Um, don't lose that concept. There are steps you're gonna to have to go through and there, there are things you're gonna to have to do in order to, um, to keep the integrity of the process in place, but don't, uh, don't lose sight of the, of the big picture as if we're trying to do a, a hand uh, assessment of votes and then counting of pieces of paper.
0: How are those pieces of paper counted? In pairs, with each two person audit team reading off the names of candidates and placing them in stacks, with each ballot carefully logged and counted to ensure accuracy. And the key to all of this is transparency. The public, partisan observers, and the press have been watching. Several counties have even live streamed the process, and a paper trail documents every single step in the process. That, plus security of the chain of custody, ensures that every ballot is secure and properly counted.
4: We're talking about security before the audit begins. We're talking about security during breaks. We're talking about security in the e- evenings um, or when nobody's there. Um, you can't forget those are the you know that's the currency of the election. So um, there're going to be a lot of people around. there's going to be a lot of interest. Make sure those things are well secured at all times.
0: So what has that looked like as of the taping of this podcast? Things are running smoothly and the Wednesday 11:59 p.m. deadline looks more than meetable. Small counties like Bacon County finished the same day they started on Friday, with the starting and ending counts staying the exact same. Medium-sized counties like Athens-Clarke have blocked out enough time and staff to avoid working long hours every day, and in the largest counties, extra resources made for quick work. Fulton County alone knocked out more than half a million ballots over the weekend with no issue.
2: Good news we are finishing in record time. I'm happy to report that we are are finishing way ahead of schedule.
0: As Georgia's 159 counties finish up their hand-recounted risk-limiting audit, we will expect to see a slight difference in the totals from the original certified results because there are humans involved in the counting process, even when they work in pairs. But it should not be enough to change the outcome of the presidential race. We should hear more on the final totals later this week. And that doesn't end Georgia's vote counting saga. Remember this line from the Secretary of State at the beginning?
1: This will help build confidence. It will be an audit, a recount, and a re all at once.
0: Well, this audit happens before the state certifies results. As we've heard, it's not a typical RLA, but it's not a recount either. A recount could still come. By Georgia law, the loser can request all 5 million ballots be rerun through high speed scanners to check the results if there were then 0.5% of the winner. And remember, President Trump is about 0.3% behind. That could happen next week if the campaign requests it, but state officials hope this Herculean hand count will satisfy their questions based on continued attacks from President Trump and the chair of the Georgia Republican Party, that seems unlikely. Still to come on Battleground Ballot Box, why election day went so right, a look at the dual Senate runoffs, and more. I'm Stephen Fowler. This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. You can subscribe to our show at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our intern is Eva Rothenberg. The show is mixed by Jesse Neiswanger and the director of podcasting is Sean Powers. Thanks for listening.